Welcome to the Reimagined Teaching Podcast, a podcast for teachers about reimagining a better, brighter future for teachers and students. Um, I am here with Sherry Larson today, and I'm so excited. Um, I'm trying, now I have to do math. How long have we known each other? Well, at least since you were in sixth grade. Yeah. So. 17 years? You were 11. Oh my goodness. 12 then. Yeah. Um. And I kind of knew your mom a little bit before that, but really your Aunt Deidre. Right. So I've known about you for a very long time, but I really didn't yes. know you until sixth grade. Sixth grade, though. Yeah. You were my teacher, was, and we yeah. were, our school was still set up, so you, it was, um, like, full-time with one teacher, not, yes. like, a typical middle school. Right. Um, yeah, so you were my sixth grade mm-hmm. teacher. And then you had me again and then, in history when I moved to the high school. Yes. I TA'd and you for were my, you. Yes, and you were my aide, yes. <laughs> TA'd for you. Yes, as well. And then, right. yes. So this is super fun <laughs> to come back and talk about how to teach after being one of your students. Um, and then now I get to do that job, which I knew before sixth grade that I wanted to be a teacher. Well, we even had a conversation. Do you even remember that? No. Yeah, you said, I'm not, I'm not sure what I really want to do. I could go this way. I could go this way. And I said, well, I think you'd be a really great teacher. And you were like, yeah, that was one of the things. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's hard when you're in high school to be like, this is my favorite place. I totally want to come back. <laughs> it's not true for most people. No, it's so true. Um, so I'm excited. This will be fun today to talk about kind of your teaching practices. Mm-hmm. Um and just from the little bit I've seen and got to, I know it's also changed. Like, you don't teach the same way you taught. I really don't. Years ago. You can't ago. teach that way No. Anymore. And so to talk kind of about how, how your teaching has evolved. One of the things that um, is really cool about this conversation and in the podcast in general, we are, I'm struggling to find teachers who have been teaching for a long time. Yeah, this is my 20, coming up is my 29th year. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, just people are. And it has changed. So, well, the kids have changed so much. Right. So you have, I've, I have, I'm trying to keep up. Right. With all the changes. Right. Um, yeah, and just teachers still are not. have them get education right. while we're doing that. <laughs> right. And teachers are just not staying in the field. No, that long no so to find someone who has and you are so positive about it which i appreciate like you still talk about how you love your students I do um love my job really i do yeah that it's Maybe hard not to in fi- april <laughs> right <laughs> it's hard it's it is a lot of older teachers that i talk to are just trying to make it to retirement and you know their advice i just talked to a teacher a couple weeks ago and her advice was like don't ruffle the feathers, show up and do your job and go home and just write it out. And I was like, I have not even been teaching 10 years yet. And that's so sad that that's your advice to someone who's newer. I consider myself newer to the field. Um, Right. Like I still have so much time that writing it out for the next 35 years. No. No. Um, So this will be really fun. I'm excited. Me too. Um, we start with what's bringing you joy. So we're pre-recording some stuff because I know the beginning of school year is going to be a mess um, for me. And me. And you. And so this is still summer break. So what's bringing Christ you joy <laughs> in addition to the fact that we're still on break? Right. So um, I'm really, in the summer, I'm just really relaxed. And I'm to the point where I'm teaching the same classes 
So I teach private school and frequently I always got the class that was added to my plate that I had never taught before. And I'm actually to the point where I have the same classes. So that's not to say that I'm not tweaking things, but I don't really have new curriculum to develop or things like that. So I haven't really had to focus so much on school, um, which is great, which does not mean that I'm not doing things because here soon I'm going to start trying to do something. I'm going to try to do something different with my notes this year for my ninth grade. Okay. So um, we're going to see how that goes. I mean, I've been teaching this now for a while. I teach world history. And so I've been teaching this now, so I know my um, I know my um, curriculum, my information. I know it well enough. I'm going to try to just give them the bullet points on the notes, and they have to do the notes themselves. Mm. So that is scary to me because I I want them to be prepared, right, for my tests and quizzes. Right. My job is never to try to trick them, right. And so I know that some of them, especially at that age, yeah, just tend to go off in places, yeah, and they haven't taken notes for five minutes, and they didn't hear anything I said. <laughs> but yeah. then I have to let them own. I also yeah. know I have to let them own their education. So. Right. So it is nice, though. I still have not taught the same thing two years in a row. I, my whole teaching and career. I completely understand that. <laughs> Completely. If anybody and even, does, it's me. And even this summer, so there's a, there's a website I use that's moving to a paid model, which is totally great because it's a wonderful resource and the people who put that together should absolutely get paid. I cannot afford to pay for a subscription to this website out of my pocket. No. But they like warned people like, this is when you were going to have to start paying and you can download resources oh. for free until then. So I was like, I should go on because I only have the resources I need for like a third of the units in our chapter because I started using it later in the school year. Right. I should get all the resources I need for the rest of the curriculum. I don't know if I'm teaching that curriculum this year. So if I put all this time in together right. and all these resources and then I don't use it this year. Yeah, absolutely. On the other hand, maybe I'll use it the year after and then I would have it because I probably won't be teaching the same thing the next year. So, but even that, like, how do I know how much work to do in the summer? Because they haven't told us what we're teaching yet to even, like, (laughs) figure that out. It's July. I know. I just sent an email today and was like, hi, (laughs) when you're scheduling, please keep some things in mind. Um, But I'm glad it's cool that you get to. Yeah. So, like, I've I've been reading for fun. I can't tell you the last time I did that. So good. So, yeah. I love to read. Right. I forgot almost that I like to read. Yeah, that's how I felt after college because I was an English major too. Like, right. you had to read so much, and I was like, "This is I don't ever want to read again." Right. And then to be like, well, oh, if you're, this and is you're fun. developing new curriculum, you're constantly yeah. reading, and that's that's what I was reading, yeah. and that's not super exciting. No. Sometimes. No. Um, I am. Yeah, summer Maybe. feels like it's. Well, you have I'm new baby. So, so good. I have yeah. a new baby. I have a two and a half so, month right. old. Um, no, the end of the school year went okay. It wasn't. Like the building didn't burn down without me, so that's good. That's all Which really all I can tend ask to for. Think that, that might happen. Um, when we're not there. <laughs> yeah, wasn't yeah. perfect sound from the sounds of it, but nobody yeah. bothered me on my maternity leave, which I appreciated. Yeah. And I was able to say, well, I wasn't there. Right. So and whatever happened happened. Yep. And if you have a complaint, here's who to direct it to, because it wasn't on me, because I wasn't there. Yes. Um. Yeah. So the summer has been just a lot of I. 
everybody and I know it I babysit all the time and you're like oh everything you know it goes so fast when you have a baby and I'm like yeah 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 crazy to see like in two months how much she's changed Mm -hmm. and so to be like oh my goodness like you know we brought home a lump and now she like wants to play with stuff and grab stuff and and, her face has changed you know she looks so different she came out I thought she looked like you Mm -hmm. she looks like my husband yeah she does she does look like Joe um so but that's been fun to just be able to be a mom um and you know support Joe and being a dad I always wanted to you know also always wanted to be a mom and he was very like I guess for the sake of society we would be better parents than most people (laughs) so maybe we should procreate but he was on the fence um he's just so introverted and does not a huge fan of change and so seeing being able to be home and like see him interact with her and support I mean not you know Directly, but, like, mm-hmm. no, you get to do the morning shift with the baby. And if right. there's an emergency, you can wake me up, but you'll be okay. You can handle this. And I come down, and they're holding hands every morning. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, she was slapping herself. Like, well, babies do that. Right, they're going to happen. Like, well, I wanted to hurt herself. I'm like, okay. It's horrible. <laughs> um, and he talks to her all the time. And yeah. so it, that's been really, really fun. That really is the sweetest thing. Um, yeah, and then as far as, like, school stuff, I... Um, just kind of getting back into the podcast and having conversations. And like I said, sending that email today, it sounds so silly, but when there's stuff that you know you need to ask for from admin, but you also know that could be pushback. Yeah. Um, and I was like talking out loud while I was writing the email this morning. I was like, I need my, I need a space to pump. I nurse, I need to pump at work. And that's in the, like, legally I'm granted that. It can just be a closet. Right. It doesn't have to be cushy. Right. So I was just requesting my own classroom. There's three classrooms for four teachers. I would love to be one who's not sharing. But I was like, well, I don't want to say the word convenient because they don't care about convenience for me. No. <laughs> like, but how do I like... And I also don't want to make it sound like I'm kissing ass where I'm like, mm-hmm. I would be so much more productive right. if I... Yeah, right. Yeah, and so... But to just say, like, this is what I... Like, this is right. what would be the best for me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't say it, then you won't know, so... Got that email sent out this morning. Again, least... the worst they can say is no, but you might get it too. Right, exactly. You don't know. Exactly. So right. I had to send that email, but that's something that all summer has been on my mind. So I finally got that done. I was like, okay. And then I just wait for a reply. Um, right. But I was glad that I got done. All right. So can you, you said you teach private school. I do. High school. So I teach eighth grade, which is junior high still. Okay. Um, and I teach um, ancient world history to them. And then I have them again the next year for ninth grade, and I teach modern. Oh, cool! Uh, world history to them. So really, it's like a continuing conversation. Yeah. Like the end of this year, I'm saying, okay, file this away for next year. Like I like they're actually gonna remember. <laughs> Maybe two will remember. Oh, I do remember you saying remember something. But anyway, right. you know, I mean, you know, so I mean, it is nice to have that. Yeah. Them two years in a row. Yeah. And make that because eighth grade is so different. That's what I was going to ask. It's is there practice. a huge yes? Is there a huge jump between because it's all in the same building? Uh huh. This is the, I mean I went to the school forever ago. Right. It's all in the same building, and the seventh yes. and eighth graders are running around with the high schoolers in the hallway still. <laughs> but is yes. there a big jump between junior high and high school for them still? Yes, there really What's is. What's kind of the the biggest thing is they're also nervous about it counting. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They hear that it's all going to be on their record and every yeah. school is going to now look at their records and see how they did. And so that, and really, honestly, the ed, the educational part is a lot more too. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just, there's more information they need to know. It's harder information. It is, um, some of it's more technical depending on your sciences and things right. like that. It just, and then after freshman year, I mean, you know this, you remember this, it just builds. Right. It just builds from year to year. Yeah. And so if you don't have a great freshman year. Right. It's not awesome then, though. No. no. How cool that you get them for eighth grade then. Yes. To be able to say like. Yes. We're going to yes. do this hard in eighth grade so right. that next year exactly. you got it together. Because exactly. we do. I've struggled a lot. Or I teach freshman math and it's so hard to say like. We have to go back and reteach stuff that you miss, but also this year counts. Right. <laughs> and if you're not totally in it, geometry is going to be even harder next year. Yes. And so yes. we had talked a little bit like, yeah, to be able to go back one, even one year and be like, this year is practice. We want you to do well, but it's not against your GPA yet. It's not on your record yet. Right. And then that you have them freshman right. year and so they know what to practice. expect. practice. I keep saying, in eighth grade, now this is practice. Yeah. When we started, your essays on the test were not that hard. And I gave you literally every little thing that I wanted. It's the end of the year. I'm not going to do this next year. I get to say those things to them. This is harder. What do you think I'm going to pick for the essay this time? Right. What else do you think I might add that just isn't from the book? Because we're not just going to write four little steps and call it a day. No, no. No, no. There's going to be some thinking involved. Right. And you could say, you know, the teacher yeah. next year. Right. I know well, for a fact. For a fact. Because it's me. Because, both know her. <laughs> <laughs> because it's me. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then I know the teacher next year, too. I mean, right. they have the the exciting, um, if they want to, to take honors class. I mean, AP classes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's even a, a way huger step than yeah. a bigger step than what um, I'm doing with yeah. them. So. Um, I know you want to talk more about how you get students to engage, but I wanted to ask about, because I know that you've had to develop a lot of curriculum (laughs) for this. So what is that kind of process been for you as far as like, and I think it ties to student engagement. Like you have to, were you given anything and you just had to fill it out? So normally I do get a book. Okay. Normally I do get some sort of curriculum. Now, I had to teach study skills a while ago, and they gave me um, an executive functioning book. Mm-hmm. So I had to develop things around that. I mean, they had worksheets, but... I think I, ha- I, think I, mean, I have that book, and I, it's very, like, clinical. Yes. Not... And so I wanted... I don't teach that way, so no. I wanted to yeah. skew it so that I could help them and help them figure out how they learn the best. Right. Because they give you all the ways, and then you're yeah. supposed to... The student themselves in the seventh grade is supposed to figure out how yes. they learn. The, They're supposed the to identify grade. themselves. That's right. Because that's when we get the study skills class. Yeah. Because we that's when we do it because they need to develop right. them. However, as you know, all seventh graders are not necessarily ready to figure out they don't care about learning. Right. <laughs> And I say this all the time. You can teach them all the skills, but unless they use them, right. I can give them a backpack. I can give them folders. But to answer your question, I I, I just, I look online. Mm-hmm. I ask other people. Yeah. I 
teachers pay teachers. Yeah. And I might not use their their thing, but it gives me an idea of something that I could do. Um, I'm always trying to add things to what they give me because it it's just not. I don't feel it's enough. It's so dry. And it's so dry. <laughs> and I have one of those classes. <sighs> History. You either like it, it seems, or you don't. Mm-hmm. There's very few that are just in between. Mm-hmm. So, even, like, we started at 30. World history, ancient, and it's normally my, my, my eighth graders. History might not be the most exciting thing first thing in the morning. So I have to try to engage them right away. Yeah. I have to get them. Here we go. We're doing this. I'm tired too, but we are doing this. Yes. We are going to, we're going to learn today. And these, this, this is what we're doing. So. And what is the difference, Ben, from when you started to now? Oh, gracious. It was, I mean, when we okay, talk so about, when you, you were you my. Had me. I didn't have a cell okay. phone. Oh, heavens. I mean, we've oh, talked about this because we talk all the time. Oh, for sure. I didn't have a cell phone. Oh, we have to turn that. In my room, they have to turn them in. Yeah. And if I catch them, I keep them for the day. And that kills some of them. So, and my mom worked in the building. I tell my students this all the time because they're like, you don't understand. I was like, my mom worked at my school. I do understand. If I was in trouble, they didn't even have to call home. They could call her office. Right. <laughs> She'd exactly. be there. <laughs> She'd be there in a second. <laughs> Right. Or she'd just come by and pop in or, she was friends right, with my she teachers. Knew where she was. <laughs> she <laughs> never did just checking that. on you. Right. Like you think you right. had it rough. Um no, but I mean the cell phone, mm-hmm. you know, and smartphone and are you guys one to one? Do you have computers and we are one to one. That's what I thought. And I am the teacher who uses technology that is not the technology teacher. Mm. I use it all the time. Yeah, and that's but that's a huge adjustment yeah. from Oh, having a what? textbook oh, and taking sure. notes on paper yeah to you know now we have it virtually right. and digital we do use and... the book especially for um because we've been asked to up the charts and the graphs because yeah. kids are they uh, struggle reading those and so lord knows the book has plenty of those in there yeah so sometimes we just pull out the book and we'll talk about it together you know we'll yeah. talk about the chart together sometimes i give them questions Sometimes they have table work, you know, group work, and they do it, you know, as a group work, as group work. I even make them do artwork, which is is funny to me because I'll give them um, things that um, are uh, indicative of the artwork of that time period. (laughs) So it just goes straight over their head. But it's a different thinking skill. Do you know what I mean? And they have to think outside the box. And, well, what do you see in the picture, I ask? You know, I start out very basic and stuff. What do you think? Why is Jesus in all these pictures? <laughs> well, you know, around the right. turn of the century. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, you know, the, after the after Jesus was on earth, right. it was just he was just in all the pictures. Right. I mean, he just was. Yeah, and it was interesting to me. And so it has changed so much yeah. since I had you. We did um, Quizlet. We would do Quizlet Live and Kahoot. Mm-hmm. Were those even around? Were those no. around back then? When I had you, okay, maybe by the time Brooke was there, they were then. That's my sister, sister yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Quizlet Live? No. No, but Quizlet was Maybe around. Quizlet. Because I so, made virtual flashcards all through high school. Right. Whether it was on Quizlet or a right. website. No, it would have been Quizlet. Um, but no, not Kahoot or any none games. None of those. Because we, we didn't have a device at school even. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Because no cell phones. Even. No cell phones or oh, anything. Gracious. Right. So when I started teaching, my first year teaching was the first year one-to-one at the high school I taught at. Okay. 
And so it was very... Which is all, all, all set of, its own set of problems. And well, and that school did begin with. an awesome job. We did so many trainings on how to use it and what to... Like, yeah. they did an awesome job introducing it, but it went so severe from, like, we didn't have this to you should use it 90% of the day to where now I, even with... I mean, every student in our building has a computer and a, at least one cell phone, if not multiple cell phones. Gracious. Um, <laughs> and I very rarely let them on their computer mm-hmm. we don't do because of a, a classroom management thing and a focus thing and yeah. our building doesn't have any sort of monitoring system like i can't see what students are doing unless i'm right. walking and around we, do. We, we have a para. um oh. yeah they haven't we paid have for that so but and kids just can't focus no. even if i'm sitting and watching them on their computer they open YouTube. And I was like, right. when did I say YouTube? Right. <laughs> or they've got Google open and they're looking at funny pictures. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Whereas if it's paper and That's pencil. That's true. That's true. And they're like, you know. And they still will find ways to distract themselves. Oh, of course. But at least it's more, it's easier to manage. But that's been really interesting too because people are like, you know, I have people come in. I print the article we're going to mm. read. They have to annotate it with a pencil oh there's ways you can do that in google docs and you can highlight uh, no I know, but we're doing it this way we're doing it this way and then they answer the questions well, on and that's notes. the way i did it with you to begin with yeah uh, we had notes we did notes every day and i talked yeah there might have i think that i had powerpoint even with you i think i had powerpoint yeah. i did i had powerpoint slides and yeah stuff. but you guys all took notes on paper yeah we studied together yeah we would have games, and they were old school games. Right. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Kahoot. It wasn't no. like Kid. Jeopardy. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. 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 We, did, we did do Jeopardy. We did do that, yeah, yeah, to review. It has changed so much. So much. But you still love it. Oh, I do still love it. I'm so glad. I do. I really do love my job most days. It most is. days. Yes. And I love being with the kids, yeah. and I love... I love building a relationship with them and getting to know them. Education is so much more. Yes, I am there to teach history. I'm not sure why it's a core class anymore, but whatever. Because when are they ever going to use that again? <laughs> if, if, yeah, unless they're going to be a history teacher. But I love it. Yeah. And I try to pull out the quirky things that happen yeah. in history um, with the different rulers and things like that. I, I try to make it exciting for them, even though it's history. Yeah. At 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> right. Or it is 8th hour and we just want to get out of here because yeah. don't you know I have soccer practice right. after this. You guys have a late start. We start at we 7.30. Yeah. Wow. My kids would die. They'd be... Algebra 1 at 7.30 in the morning. Oh, my gracious. I don't think I could do that. I don't understand. The one teacher I worked with when I did first hour algebra, <laughs> I was like, genuinely... And I know you don't have time in your curriculum pacing. You just got to do 15 minutes of m- multiplication problems. To get everybody awake. Everybody moving. There's no it way. It is so the truth. <laughs> There's no way we can solve equations right now. I know. Uh, well, I very frequently do not start with notes when we start in the morning. Yeah. Well, any class, I don't start with notes. We start with the game. Yeah. Whatever game for review that we're doing. And by the way, game is like, it has all the stuff that could be on their, their quizzes and tests. Mm-hmm. It is not just a game where I pull up Disney characters right. and we are doing that kind of a thing. Yeah. So what does that look like today to keep students engaged and awake in your class? What kind of things do you eat? So review games. We do review games all the time. And, and I, I do, do a variety of games. I don't just do Kahoot. I yeah. don't just do, they love, what's the new one? Um, 
They um, Blue Kid. Oh my goodness, or Blue Kid, however you say it. They love that game. Um, but I do like old school. Like we pull. I have a sock monkey that I put on a chair and I pull two kids up and I, you know, I give yeah. them a question and if they get any of the answer, it's like it's like around the world except they're yeah. just you know up you know at the front. Yeah. I have to say, you may not tear my sock monkey apart. <laughs> you may not. But you know, they, but yeah. they still. They, I think some of them like that more than they do because they've never done things like that. Right. So yeah, cahoots not fun when you do it eight times so a day. So we do do the games. I do, um, and I still because I'm a history teacher, we have to do notes. We, otherwise, yeah. I don't know how they're going to get the information right. in their heads. So that that runs a variety of ways. I still do slides. We were at Google School, and so I do slides with them. But sometimes they read the slides for me instead of mm -hmm. me reading the slides. Again, I try to pull out what I know. Um, it is a religious institution, so lots of the things that we talk about. Um, are in the Bible, so I'll pull in some of the yep. stuff that they that they know the stories. This is the same Daniel. This is the same whatever yeah. that we have talked about. This is Cyrus, Cyrus, this is yeah. Cyrus, um, and this is the one that is talked about, and we yeah. talk about. And so I try to pull all those things in. So and then of course um, there, the web is so great about having. So if we talk about. Um, uh, cuneiform, I, I have them write their name in cuneiform. I yeah. pull out a very simple alphabet, and I have them write their name in, in, in cuneiform, and you would think they were going to die. Because, <laughs> I mean, it is huge. And I'm I, like, yes, and there were scribes that this was their job to do. I and cannot then, imagine asking I my students to do that. <laughs> They'd be like, I decided today that my name is just the letter B. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? And I'm like... So if you if I go by Beth, do I have to put Elizabeth because that's my given name? And I'm like, yes, you have to try Elizabeth. And they're like, what? But I go by Beth. Yeah. Well, but for this yeah. activity, I want you to see what it was really like for yeah. them. That's funny. And so I put, try to pull in all kinds of things like that. And yeah. then um, at the Library of Congress, in there, we could pull actual documents out. Mm -hmm. So I try to, we actually look at the document and we... Um, we, we, we look at the different parts, what is it trying to say, and um, then normally we don't just do that. We don't, frequently do we not do things in Ms. Larson's class just for fun. This will show up then again later on somewhere on a quiz or a test. So that and that's remember. what I really appreciate about your class. When I took it and when I TA'd, that kids would be like, we never learned this. And I'd be like, I can tell you exactly, like, picture the slide or the activity we did. But for a lot of teachers, you know, we cover it because it's in the book, but it's not going to show up again. So when you say, well, you have a test tomorrow, and kids just don't know even how to study because they don't know what's on the test. My kid, my students struggle so much with that. You have a test tomorrow, you need to study. And they're like, well, I don't know. So this year, the second half of the year, I totally flipped how my classroom worked. And so they got all of the, like, five skills they had to practice for the test they got to retake those five like quizzes yeah. as many times as they wanted. Yeah. And the questions oh, on the test mirrored those. My students still did so horribly on some of their tests because they could not it's so rare for them for it to be that clearly laid out that they couldn't make the connection. Oh, Brittany. And for because I was gone for finals. My heart hurts for that. I know. You know what I mean? For that student. I know. Who can't make the connection. I'm like, this is this is the test question mm -hmm. and this is what you said on the practice. And they're like, we're just doing that again? You're just doing that again. And you did awesome on the practice. And they're like, right. oh. And this is like sophomores. Oh. That 
things be, feel so convoluted. And I teach ESL, so there's also a language thing. Right. But it should never feel well, that convoluted. Well, there's in a different way than us, right? And so then there's that I whole, know. yeah. But it should never feel that convoluted. No. Any class where you'd be like, no. I have no idea what showed up on the test. No. Um, if you say that about my class, you're lying. Right. But So I do appreciate that. That, right. and when I, thinking back to when I was in high school and TAing, where a kid would be like, I didn't know that one. We never talked about it. And the whole class would be like, yes, we did. <laughs> you were not paying attention. They still do that today, by the way. Right. They That's do. a you problem. Um, right here. And I can take you to the page it's on. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I think when you talk about student engagement, you know, the review games and all that help, but for the teacher to be like, this is what we're going to be this is the goal at the end. Right. So that's what we're going to do the whole time. We're right. just going to do that. because Over and over. Right. right. That's how you learn, learn. it. Um, so every game we play goes along with exactly what I'm teaching them. Yeah. And then I just continually add until we're done to the end, at the end. Yeah. Then I make them do questions. They hate them. I don't care. Because the questions, it's not everything that's on the test, but it is... What we have been, what is on their Quizlet? What is on their, their mm-hmm. book? It, it is it is just them writing it out then one more time yeah. before we take the test. It is amazing those kids who actually, who don't normally do them, don't do the questions until after and they take the late grade. When they actually do them before, they're like, they look at me and they go, all the questions were about this. Yes. Oh my God. Right. Yes. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. I'm not trying to trick you here. Yeah. And that's how my that's how my students feel. We did the the resource I'm looking for this summer is I print out news articles but use News ELA because it's at mm-hmm. different Lexile levels. So for my students, they get real news, but it's, you know, I actually do. I let them pick. You get to pick easy, medium, or hard depending on your mood today. It's the same right. content. But it's all themes. So the one unit we had to do was all about sports. And so I've had three different articles about sports in addition to what comes in the book. And then the final um, reading activity was read one more article about sports and then compare it to everything else you read. Mm-hmm. Which of these do you think is a sport? Which one's not a sport and why? And they were like, well, I don't know. What is Capiera? I think was one of the articles we read. It's oh. like... Uh, martial arts fighting style oh okay and we watched a video on it it was an article i found so we added sure. it and i'm sure the boys loved it right i thought it was great it's really silly it actually looks really funny okay they were all like i don't know what that is um <laughs> but so when they look at the worksheet they're like well i don't know what that is and i'm like yeah we read an article and we watched a video I'm like remember and they're like no and i like pull out the article and be like we read this together oh, oh. well i didn't know we were gonna use it again okay everything that we do we'll use again right you know next unit is about communication why are we watching a video of a dog our theme is communication is the dog communicating in the video well it's not talking and someone's like well yeah it's using buttons i don't know if you've seen the tiktok videos there's oh yes yes dog that uses buttons yes yes it was that video now you're always using buttons does that count as communication? That's why we're watching this, you guys. I don't just show you stuff for oh, fun. For fun. Because I think it's cute that the dog can press a button when he right. gets water. Right. It was the <laughs> one whatever, video yeah. during the sports one. Um, oh, we were talking about snowboarding. A lot of my students, most of my students are Hispanic and come from um, South America or Central America. 
So we talk about snowboarding, and they're like, like sledding, and I'm like, no. There's a so video, foreign. right? We, you know, why would you even go right. out in the snow for fun, much less for a sport? Soccer. We do soccer. It's like surfing, <laughs> except in the snow. Well, there's a little four-year-old that's a snowboarder, and her um, dad puts a mic on her and posts all these videos of her, like, talking to herself while she's snowboarding. And she'll be like, oh, I fell down. It's okay to fall sometimes. We just get back up. And then she, like, pulls herself back oh, up. And keeps, it's so cute. How cute. So that all the kids were like, are we just watching this because you're pregnant? I'm like, snowboarding. We're talking about, yes, it's super cute. But it's snowboarding, guys. <laughs> Oh my gracious. Sometimes you have to be a little bit fun with stuff. But, yes. but yeah, that everything relates. And that yeah. when you're reviewing, you just keep adding. Keep adding as I go through the section. Yeah. And and when I'm going through the notes, I'm like, you might see this again. Or if we yep. go through something that has several points in it, I'm like, what do you think this might be? Oh, this is going to be our essay this time. <laughs> yes. yes, you are correct. Uh, Good job. Yeah. What do you think, though? I mean, we're, we, we'll probably list three or four of these things, but... What do you think the extending part of this will be? So I'm always trying to get them to think a little bit more yeah. past the, which I didn't used to do because we weren't really told that we needed to do more no. back in the day. You guys had a lot of essays that were just the points and that yeah. was it. Give me an opening and I'm constantly trying to support the English department constantly. Yeah. Can you please give me an opening sentence and an ending sentence? Right. And then we need the stuff in between. And just because it's history doesn't mean that you can't still write in paragraphs. Yeah. You can. If we talk about two different things, you should have two different paragraphs. Yeah. But it's not English. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> you are correct. And that's one of the things I think I have some, I hated history. I just am horrible with dates. Oh, and, and that's, it's dates and people and wars and, and, and I yes. took AP history with the DJ who still teaches AP history there. Yes. And bless her heart, I was with a bunch of nerds and I was like, I don't even know when the Great Depression happened. So I'm happy to be here. <laughs> it was awful. And my best friend's a huge history nerd. She and so is. she laughed. Yes. I had flashcards that was literally like the major event of every decade that I would go through. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like... <laughs> I don't know I when don't World know War II is. is. So I need to know what decade. So we can just get a general <laughs> decade. <laughs> and she's like, that's so sad. And she like rattles off the specific dates and the battles. And I'm like, right. no, 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 no. The decade. We're going way back. Way back. Basics. I need basics first yeah. before I can put any sort of date with that. I know. But I appreciated that class because I liked English and I was good at writing and I was a good reader, yeah. but then turn around and apply that to a completely different subject right. and pull, I mean, we did DBQs, which is part of the right. AP test. Yeah. So mm-hmm. three different documents and you have to take information from all three and put it in one. Oh my goodness. What other class do you do that in? Right? Not English Not, is mostly, no. you know, you respond to the one thing you're reading, right. maybe make a personal connection. Right. Right. Maybe put... Or they give you a topic and you have to write about right. that. But yeah. to say, here's three completely three different, different things. A picture, yeah. a handwritten letter, and, you know, right. an official government document that's boring to read. Right. What can you get out of these and put together? You don't do that in very many and classes. I am constantly trying to get them to see that it is not just English that you write in. You're going to yeah. write in history. You're going to write in science. You're yeah. going to write... It is... It's all together. And such all an important... All together. Yeah. And such an important skill for, you know, I'm a teacher, so I have to do, you know, writing all the time. That's what the students say. They're like, 
Yeah, but then you came back and do this for fun. Like, Okay, but my husband is an accountant. Right. And he still has to look at the company numbers and the national cost of living and Kenosha's cost of living and the welfare of their employees because cost of living doesn't always right. actually cover the cost of living. Right. And he has to hold all of those things and think through all of those things. All, and it's not just two things. Sometimes it's eight things. And write one report about making a recommendation that includes all of that. Yes, it's absolutely a skill. So I do appreciate the history class for that. That it's the way that you teach, the way that I took it in high school was like, you got to do a lot and bring it all, boil it all down. Mm -hmm. Then when you go to college or doing my master's degree, that's what we did. You did research and you did... Right. It really wasn't anything new to you. No. We're we're trying to prepare you for when you go out there and you do have to do it on your own at college. Right. When you print off 12 articles and you put all of them in one end. And then you have to cite all the things and oh, they can't believe that they have to cite things in history. (laughs) Did you write that? Is this your original thought? So guess what the rule is? You have to cite it. 1926? No? Right. Okay. I'm in the 8th grade. I don't know how to sign. I have the sample right here. It is right here. Yeah. Um, what other... So your notes, your review games, and then tests and stuff and quizzes are pretty straightforward. Yep. Yep. Should yep. Be. I do I do a variety of questions. A lot. Most of them, are, I have to say, are multiple choice. But I do true-false. Um, and I do all of my quizzes and tests online. I used to do modified true-false with you guys. Yeah. I have to figure out a way, and I think I just need to do it where I put it on the question, like a like a question that is, like an essay question, and mm. say, true or false, and if it is false, tell me why yeah. it is false. Because that is definitely an upper, they yeah. know it's false, but it's an upper level of thinking skill that they, I feel that they need. Yeah. So the quiz is small. It, normally there's two, two quizzes, one quiz, and then the questions sometimes just the questions, because sometimes the questions, depending on my topic, there might be a lot of questions. And so I might not give a quiz again yeah. at the end. But definitely at the beginning, it is just, it's a smaller uh, version of my test. And I, my tests are long. They are. I think they think they're, I think they think they're long. Yeah. And they are. My quizzes are anywhere from 20 to 25 points. But I feel all of that is important. Right. And a lot of it, I could probably give them more on a quiz. I just don't. Right. Because I have to, it's a quiz. Yeah. I call it a quiz for a reason. And so then the test is anywhere from 55 to 60 points normally, sometimes 40, again, depending on the topic. Now, when I start with the eighth grade, it'll be less yeah. because they're not going to be used to my teaching style, but they'll, they'll, they'll understand They'll understand why the quizzes have so much, and a lot of them it doesn't take too long for them to figure out. If I have 25 points instead of 10 points, that's better for me because I have a better chance of getting a better grade. But also, I don't just put that all on there just to make it long so it takes up time in right. class. All of that stuff will show up again yeah. on the test. And then I like to give them a couple of bonus points just for fun, just yeah. stuff like I say in class. They're like, that's not in our notes. No, but I talked about it in class. Yeah. Do you remember that? And, like, some of them do remember it, but some of them don't. Yeah. I, but, and it's normally just, like, one or two points. And yeah. And it's nothing too huge. Um, so, yeah. And they go, again, I'm not trying to trick the kids. All of the, uh, and when I give finals, too, if I haven't given the question on a test, I'm not going to give it on a final. Yeah. It is all, everything is the stuff that I have given them on quizzes or tests. Yeah. So, 
um, and all of it came from my notes. And so I'm really good, and they want us to do this, our administration wants us to do this too. If we use a Blookit, if we use the quizzes, if we use um, a Quizlet, I link it to their page so mm -hmm. that they can do it at home too. Yeah. And some of them like to do that um, at home. Of course, a game is more fun than it is right. to to pour through your notes. But just last year, the book, it went down, and that was the only thing that I had. And oh, I no. had kids panicking and saying, right. what am I going to study? What am I going to study? How about those notes that you right. copiously take in class? How about right. you look through those four or five times? Yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah. Do you feel like, so, student engagement, you talked a lot about how your class is structured and the activities you do. Do you think the relationship you have with your students plays a part in how engaged they are oh, as well? Oh, I totally do. What is, what what kinds of things do you do to try to, like, make them want to, as far as relationship building with your students? So, I, okay. So, especially in the eighth grade. The ninth grade, by, I've trained them, so they, if you're not great at typing, by the time you leave my class, you'll be better. You <laughs> might not be great, but you'll be better. Because we do, they take everything on. This year I'm gonna let them do paper notes if they want to because some of them just like paper and pen better. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I think when they do do it right, well, I know it's proven. If you write it on paper, you do remember yeah. it better than if you're even typing it in. But um, I conversationally talk to my kids about everything. And mm -hmm. some teachers might think that that's not okay. I, I think, I think it is vital. I think they need to know that we are human, mm -hmm. that we go through um, problems um, mm -hmm. in our lives, and you don't have to fall apart every time there's a problem in your life. Um, you can, you can, as an adult, deal with the issue. I tell them if my car broke down and that it's going to be X amount of dollars and I don't know where that's going to come from or whatever. Yeah. Or last night, I made a new recipe and so I tell them about the recipe. Yeah. So that does come around to bite me in the butt sometimes because then they feel like they can just conversationally open a topic <laughs> up for conversation during the notes while we're waiting on people to get things yes. done. I'm like, no, this is not your classroom. Yes. If I want your opinion, I'll let you know. Yes. Um, I had a student who was coming in for lunch every day and I was like, I love it. He doesn't come yeah. to school very often and he does. He only shows this up for an issue. one or two <laughs> class periods. But he wants to sit and have lunch with me when he's here. Fine. And then he was asking me about, when is a good age to start having sex with my girlfriend? And I was like, we got too close, people. Too close. Too close. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. And some of them are so conversational with me that I have to have the conversation. I am not your friend. Right. You're verging on telling me something that is against school policy. Yes. You do realize that if you finish this statement, I'm uh, going to have to go now. Yes. Talk to I, our principal yes. about this. I'm a mandated reporter. Right. Is I, this story appropriate? And right. they'll be like, that's right. So my friend, <laughs> wink, wink. And I'm right. like, all right, whatever. Right. Um, when I remember having, did your dad pass away? Yeah. When I had you as a teacher? Yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And so I just, I remember that because, I mean, obviously you were upset about it. Very. Yes, obviously. And, you know, you would be in the middle of teaching and be like, I'm so sorry, I need a minute. But that it was okay that our teacher was taking a minute. Took a minute. 
Right. And I think even some of you came up, some of you came up and like would give me a little hug. Yeah. Because they felt so bad that I felt bad. That we don't have to, you know, your students that are seeing, you don't have to like hide it or, you know, be embarrassed by it. And at the same time, we all knew that you had a huge crush on George Clooney. (laughs) So true. And when we did, you would have us do like collage activities. And if George yes. Clooney was in a magazine, that one went on your desk. I don't. It totally did. I forgot that. And so, you know, both of those things so to true. say, you know, my teacher gets upset when people close to her die and she loves George Clooney. Right. And, you right. know, most people don't and right. that's whatever. Right. That That's something, even if. Your sixth graders are not going to say they are in love with George Clooney, but no, they can relate but to they you see that I having have a celebrity cl- they crush. They have a celebrity crush. Right, right, exactly. Even to the point where sometimes they'll come up, do you think he's hot, Miss Larson? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of appropriate, especially maybe back in the day when I was teaching you. Right. But like today, that's, I, right. that, that's on the fence almost. Right. I'm like, that's inappropriate for me to answer. But do you think he's cute? Okay, he's cute, but right. he is 15. So please <laughs> take that the way it is, the way I mean that. Oh, my gosh. Oh. But, yeah, I think that helps students to say, to be comfortable in your room. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and I know. I try to know little things about them, too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know my, I like to, I like to know who the swimmers, there's people yeah. that, uh, that, that are on swim teams and. Then yeah. I know that there are people that do hockey outside of outside of school because yeah. we don't have a hockey team. So yeah. I try to know those things. I, I ask them, are you on a traveling team? Right. Like for softball or for baseball or yeah. softball or things like that. I try to get to know about them. Right. So that, And you then would put stuff like that in the, like into your notes. <clears throat> right. To say, hey, we're learning about this ancient sports game. Right. It's very similar to modern day baseball. You play baseball. What you know? Right. What position do you what, play? Yes. What position do you play? How do you think it's similar? Do you yes. think it's completely and not at all out. the same? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And Absolutely. your students do. I mean, they're paying attention because of that. Because they know you're going to try to tie in their interests. They pay attention because they care about you as a person. When I, I came by, so. I surprised you. When I came by right. this year, I had the day off to go to my doctor's appointment, right. and then came by to tell you I was pregnant. Right. And showed up at the school, and I walked in and said, I handed a kid a phone, my phone, and said, "Can you record this? I'm gonna make her cry." And the boy like rolled his eyes. Miss Larson cries about everything. Like they know that they know it's true. It doesn't take long no. to figure it out. Right, but right. that it's you know they know you well enough, and yeah. they they all cheered, and it was super cute. It was, but and they were still talking about it. Oh my god, she had the baby. Oh, has she had the baby? Right, <laughs> the whole school year, yeah, people. Right, but that I also know you well enough that that's yes, not a boundary. You like, I didn't feel bad coming and interrupting your class. No. I knew you would love that. No, and, that, and I have kids who come in and parents who come yeah. in and say, "I'm so sorry to interrupt you." I'm like, "It's okay." Right, they can hang out for a second, and yeah. if they can't, I'll take care of it. Right, I. It just, but they get to see that you yeah. are a human right. and an adult and have other things, and I. I think I think that's intricate to teaching. I really do. Yeah. Because they do get to know you better. And yes, we are doing the learning. The learning is very important in this and they know that. Yeah. They know that we are gonna they don't have to ask, are we gonna do something in here today? Right. <laughs> that is never a question. It is like how much are right. we do how today? many pages of notes. Right. Are we taking today? Right. Right. 
And so, but that's also, okay, so I used to do notes with you guys. Mm -hmm. Virtually all period. I don't do that anymore. Mm. And I wish I had done it differently when I had you guys. Yeah. Because I start with a game. And then we might do an activity that goes along with the notes that we did yesterday. And then we switch switch again. And then we take a few minutes. We do, do 10 or 15 minutes of notes. And I talk to them about that. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, now we're going to do a map. Yeah. Still doing maps, Brittany. <laughs> so um, we're going to do a map. We were talking about Greece. So this is the map on Greece. Yeah. This is the area that we're talking about. This is where Athens lives. This, this, you know, this is where the, the, the Greek gods. This is Mount Olympus. I feel like they need to know all the... But we did five different things that day. Yeah. I vary it. It's yeah. all stuff that is what we're going to be learning about this 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 right. this, this topic, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that helps for students who just right. can't sit and well, do notes. And honestly, with the phones, yeah, their attention span has gone horribly. If I if there are days, I'm not going to lie, where I'm like, okay, we're going to start with notes today because we're getting down to the end, and I got to finish this up. So we're going to do notes today. Nine times out of ten, they're like, it's okay, Miss Larson. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm looking for their approval. Right. But <laughs> oh, thank I you. Mean, this is just what we're going to do today. Yeah. And they, they understand because we don't do that every day. Right. My so. sense, like, because with ESL, we try to get them to, like, talk to each other more and practice, like, oh, my goodness. Turn and talk to your partner for five minutes. No, can't even do it. Three minutes. Three minutes. It is, yeah. About what kinds of activities you do after school. And the whole room is silent after 20 seconds. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, I this know you can focus longer than that. Right. <laughs> like, and they're on their phones. And they're, and we don't have a phone right. policy, so it's really hard to be like. Right. Well, we do. Everybody's supposed to turn their phone in yeah. at, the, at the beginning of the period in every class. But you, as you know, we have teachers yeah. that are better at that than others. Yeah. And so. I was able to get towards the end of the school. Or yeah, in the second semester, I was able to be a little get a little bit more on top of it by being like, I need this twenty minutes without your phone. Right. You get it at the beginning and the end of class, which at least then there was, but the whole period absolutely not. Um, right. Yeah, that's so hard. But yeah, I think the kid, I think the students knowing you and knowing you're interested in them, on top of having variety and trying to keep their interests, just mm-hmm. makes such a enjoyable classroom for them and for you yes that that's the goal that's that's what i want also you're not bored of your job because you're trying to do to constantly do different and new things with them and i have to say my co-teacher um um mrs feast is her name she is very good at helping me with extra ideas yeah because she does so many different she has to because of the content that she teaches in the ap classes but she is so good along coming alongside me and saying, have you thought about, that's a great activity, Sherry, I'm yeah. glad that you did that, but have you thought about maybe doing it this way a little bit, yeah. a little bit more directed towards, and, and she's normally, honestly, she's always right. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's be, let's be Genuinely. Honest. Genuinely, it is yeah. true. And I just didn't think of it from yeah. that way. But honestly, then she is very complimentary yeah. of me as good. well in saying, that's that's a great activity. I'm yeah. so glad you're doing that with them. So, yeah. you know, it is a give and take. And I think that is, that's another thing. That if you can work with people that you like, that helps you as yeah. well. 
and Mrs. and to have that Feast, relationship where yes. you know you can share something she's not done teaching yet either no and so yeah and she'll be like oh that's so great or right. can we do this instead right. of being like exactly fine <laughs> right exactly i don't care do what you want yeah. in your room you know um so. if you so going into the new school year if you had to make one suggestion for kind of what we could add or do in our classrooms to keep students' interest, what is the, like the one thing you think give you just this little thing? Is there variety? One? Yeah, variety. You need to mix it up. You need to mix it up because the kids get bored doing the same things over and over again. And so, when you keep things fresh and you find new ideas, and maybe it doesn't work because you know this. You've tried things and you think it. You have one way it's going to work in your mind, but it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't work. And so, but at least you tried. Yeah. And the kids, um, the kids, even they did, there was some learning that went along with the activity, even if it didn't go along the way you wanted it to. I think you just have to add more variety, especially in these days. And that's, I, I still make them take notes. A lot of people have, you know, they don't do notes anymore, but I just don't know how else they're going to get the information into their heads. Yeah. They have to get it some way. And so it, it is notes in history. So, um, just, you have to, and like, even if the kids are reading the slides one day instead of me reading the slides, yeah. it's different than just hearing me. Yeah. My co-teacher for math does that. She'll say, I've, I've been teaching a lot today, so I'm going to go through the room, right. starting on this side, and she knows the students' math abilities well enough to say, I'm just going to ask you to read the problem. Right. You at least have to say something. You have to say something. And then the next right. kid, I know his math ability, he's going to put the numbers in the calculator. Right. You can try it in your head if you want, or use right. the calculator. Right. But you're at least engaging and participating exactly. in it and not just right. the teacher is sitting and writing everything out for you. With, with technology, and I'm not saying, if you hate technology, I'm not saying you have to use technology. I'm just saying you have to do more, you just, we have to do more things yeah. to keep them more engaged these days yeah. because of their phones. Yeah. It is just a byproduct of what is what has yeah. happened. I mean, there's nothing. Like you said, their attention spans are right. Just minute. There's so many apps that yes. you can only you can spend five minutes on one and then right. switch to another and then switch to another. Right. They'll ask me something about one of the kings or something. I'll say, well, I really don't know. Within five seconds, somebody's looked it up on Google, and right. we all know the answer. Right. I mean, that didn't happen when I had you. No, and that's I also had to go and look at it. Right. And look it up. Maybe even in an encyclopedia to see <laughs> if we knew the yeah. answer. You know, I, which is not to say you're ancient. There was Google back then, but it was just so different. It just wasn't right there at their yeah. fingertips. No. So that is what I have. That's probably the most. Another thing is being really encouraging to your students. Mm. Make sure that they, that you praise them and that you see the effort that they are trying to make. Yeah. I always come into the new school year and I say, I don't care what you did last year. It's the brand new year. Yep. In eighth grade, I say, we are practicing for next year. In ninth mm -hmm. grade, I say, this counts this year. Mm -hmm. So some of you, you know, you need to step it up. Yeah. And I say to the eighth grade, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's time for some of you to grow up and own your own education. Yeah. You need to do it. Not because mom and dad said you had to do homework right. when you first get home. You need to do it because you have homework and right. you know it's part of your responsibility and your mom and dad shouldn't have to say yeah you need to do your homework it is time and so i try to be very encouraging and throughout the years i go on i'm like 
Okay, so remember when we started that essay at the beginning of the year on the three tools of, of studying history, and you just listed three things, uh, three the three tools and the three things, and I, you know, that was the essay. Now, look at the essay we're writing now. Yeah. Do you see the progress that you're making? Do you see some of you last year, I don't think you got A's on your tests and quizzes, but this year you're getting A's on your tests and your quizzes. And I tried to have this conversation with my co-teacher, one of my co-teachers my first year at this high school. First hour. So many students didn't come. They just didn't they get out of it. Okay. That's... They came for a second hour. When they did come, he was so negative to them. Mm. Oh, thank you for deciding to finally show up. I don't know if you'll know anything because you haven't been here. Oh, gracious. I, who wants to come to a setting like that? Oh, he actually made it today. Oh, my gosh. I'm I, so glad to see you. No, thank you so much. Right. Thank you for coming. For coming. Sometimes I do say I thank love, you. So Welcome glad I got to see. We've been five minutes in now. Let's go. I'm so... And I... Yeah. You know, I'm also yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> glad that you blessed me with your beautiful face today. You just made my whole week that well, I got to see you this week and everyone and giggles. Kind of laughs. You know, but to say like, you know, we're having this conversation oh, yeah, and you know, it's defeating. Right? Who wants to come to a room like that? No one does. No one does. You can always is everything and then I, is everything going is everything okay? okay? How's your life? You can always attempt see? to do the stuff in Google Classroom without help. Right? It's all there. I mean, but to, you know, have it, like, even if he's not coming, he knows that I will yeah. be positive about seeing him. Or yeah. if I'm sassy, you know, it's silly yeah. and not, I'm yeah. not going to scold you every time you show up. What's the point? No. no. One, it's a waste of my time. And two, it's right. not going to make you come back. <laughs> right. So I think, yeah, that positivity of, and praising them when they do, because they're, they're just big kids. That's they a hard are. thing they for really me. They really are. A lot of our high schoolers are treated like adults, and yeah. they're not. They're not they're there big yet. kids. They're big kids. Yep. They're yep. big 8-year-olds who just yep. want a cookie and a hug. <laughs> Some days, yes. I still get suckers for tests and right. for tests I still do. We just and if I out. forget, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, are we not getting suckers today? Oh my gosh. The day that I just I have Starburst for everybody cuz I just had a lot and they're like, "What?" I know, right. What do we have to are we playing a game? No, you can just have no. Starburst. They're just on your table. Right. What? Right. Do it. Just have a starburst or two. It's so funny. Right. So, yeah, I think that getting them there and then wanting them to stay there. Right. Thank you for taking time out of, of your course. summer this to talk so about work. Fun. I'm so glad. Um, so much fun. Good. Reimagine Teaching Podcast is on all podcast platforms. We'll be on Instagram. Um, and keep hanging on Instagram for more um, notes about the show and more conversation about this topic. And thanks again for coming course, and visiting. Of course. Love you. <laughs>